Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Israel where we read you the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Karen and I'm going to be your reader today. Today is May 26th, which is also the 25th of Iyar on the Hebrew calendar. Today is also the 40th day in the counting of the Omer, which is a special day because in history, this is the ascension of Messiah from the Mount of Olives, as recorded in Acts chapter 1. To these he also presented himself alive, after his suffering by many convincing proofs, appearing to them over a period of forty days, and speaking of the things concerning the kingdom of God. He was lifted up, while they were looking on, and a cloud received him out of their sight. This Yeshua who has been taken up from you into heaven will come in just the same way as you have watched him go into heaven. Those are some sections from Acts chapter 1 verses 1 through 12. This week our parasha, that is our Torah portion, is called Bechukotai, which means in my statutes. Today's reading will be the fifth reading of the week and is coming from Leviticus chapter 27 verses 16 through 21. Before I begin, let's take a moment to bless God and thank him for his word. Blessed are you, O Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. If a man dedicates to the Lord part of a field of his possession, then your valuation shall be according to the seed for it. The sowing of a homer of barley shall be valued at fifty shekels of silver. If he dedicates his field from the year of Yuval, according to your valuation it shall stand. But if he dedicates his field after the jubilee, then the Kohen shall reckon to him the money according to the years that remain to the year of Yuval, and an abatement shall be made from your valuation. For he who dedicated the field shall indeed redeem it, then he shall add the fifth part of the money of your valuation to it, and it shall remain his. If he will not redeem the field, or if he has sold the field to another, it shall not be redeemed any more. But the field, when it goes out into the jubilee, shall be holy to the Lord. As a devoted field, it shall be owned by the Kohanim. That was Leviticus chapter 27, verses 16 through 21. Now continuing on to the prophets, we'll be reading from Yomiyahu chapter 14. The word of the Lord that came to Yamiahu concerning the drought. Yehuda mourns, and its gates languish. They sit in black on the ground. The cry of Yerushalayim goes up. Their nobles send their little ones to the waters. They come to the cisterns and find no water. They return with their vessels empty. They are disappointed and confounded and cover their heads. Because of the ground which is cracked, Because no rain has been in the land, the plowmen are disappointed, they cover their heads. 
Yes, the doe in the field also calves and forsakes her young because there is no grass. The wild donkey stands on the bare heights. They pant for air like jackals. Their eyes fail because there is no vegetation. Though our iniquities have testified against us, Lord, act for your name's sake. For our rebellions are many. We have sinned against you. You hope of Israel, its Savior in the time of trouble. Why should you be as a foreigner in the land, and as a wayfaring man who turns aside to stay for a night? Why should you be like a scared man, as a mighty man who cannot save? Yet you, Lord, are in the midst of us, and we are called by your name. Do not leave us. This is what the Lord says to his people. Even so, they have loved to wonder. They have not restrained their feet. Therefore, the Lord does not accept them. Now he will remember their iniquity and punish them for their sins. Then the Lord said to me, Do not pray for this people for their good. When they fast, I will not hear their cry. And when they offer burnt offering and grain offering, I will not accept them. But I will consume them by the sword, by famine, and by pestilence. And I said, Alas, Adonai, O Lord, behold, the prophets tell us, You will not see the sword, neither will you have famine. But I will give you assured peace in this place. And the Lord said to me, The prophets prophesy falsehood in my name. I did not send them, nor command them, nor speak to them. They prophesy to you a false vision, divination, emptiness, and the deceit of their own heart. Therefore the Lord says concerning the prophets who prophesy in my name, Why did not send them? Yet they say, Sword and famine will not be in this land. Those prophets will be consumed by sword and famine and the people to whom they prophesy will be cast out in the streets of Yerushalayim because of the famine and the sword. They will have no one to bury them, their wives, their sons, or their daughters, for I will pour their wickedness on them. You shall say this word to them, Let my eyes run down with tears night and day, and let them not cease. For the virgin daughter of my people is broken with a great breach, with a very grievous wound. If I go out into the field, then behold, those pierced with the sword. If I enter into the city, then behold, those who are sick with famine. For both the prophet and the Kohen go about in the land and have no knowledge. Have you utterly rejected Yehuda? Has your soul loathed Zion? Why have you struck us, and there is no healing for us? We looked for shalom, but no good came, and for a time of healing, and behold, dismay. We acknowledge our wickedness, O Lord, and the iniquity of our fathers, for we have sinned against you. Do not abhor us for your name's sake. Do not disgrace the throne of your glory. Remember and do not break your covenant with us. Are there any among the vanities of the nations that can cause rain? Or can the sky give showers? Is it not you, Lord our God? Therefore we will wait for you, for you have made all these things.
That was Yemiahu, Jeremiah chapter 14. Now to our portion in the writings, the Ketuvim, continuing in Job chapter 24. And this is Job continuing to speak in this chapter. Why are times of judgment not stored up by Shaddai? Why do those who know him never see his day? There are people who remove the landmarks. They violently take away flocks and feed them. They drive away the donkey of the fatherless, and they take the widow's ox for a pledge. They turn the needy out of the way. The poor of the earth will hide themselves. Behold, as wild donkeys in the desert, they go out to their work, seeking diligently for food. The wilderness yields them bread for their children. They gather their fodder in the field, and they glean in the vineyard of the wicked. They lie all night naked without clothing, and have no covering in the cold. They are wet with the showers of the mountains, and embrace the rock for lack of shelter. There are those who pluck the fatherless from the breast, and take a pledge of the poor, so that they go around naked without clothing. Being hungry, they carry the sheaves, they make oil within the walls of these men. They tread wine presses and suffer thirst. From out of the populous city, men groan, and the soul of the wounded cries out. Yet God does not regard the folly. These are of those who rebel against the light. They do not know its ways, nor stay in its paths. The murderer rises with the light, he kills the poor and needy, and in the night he is like a thief. The eye also of the adulterer waits for the twilight, saying, No eye will see me, and he disguises his face. In the dark they dig through houses, by day they shut themselves up. They do not know the light, for the morning is to all of them like thick darkness, for they know the terrors of the thick darkness." They are foam on the face of the waters. Their portion is cursed in the earth. They do not turn into the way of the vineyards. Drought and heat consume the snow waters. So does she all those who have sinned. The womb will forget him. The worm will feed sweetly on him. He will be no more remembered. And unrighteousness will be broken as a tree. He devours the barren who do not bear and he shows no kindness to the widow. Yet God preserves the mighty by his power. He rises up who has no assurance of life. He gives them security, and they rest in it, and his eyes are on their ways. They are exalted, yet a little while, and they are gone. Yes, they are brought low, they are taken out of the way as all others, and are cut off as the tops of the ears of grain." Now if it is not so, then who can prove me a liar and make my speech worth nothing? That was Job chapter 24. And for our final reading today from the Apostolic Writings, we will be reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 5. It is actually reported that there is sexual immorality among you, and such sexual immorality is not even named among the Gentiles, that one has his father's wife, 
and you are arrogant, and did not mourn instead, that he who had done this deed might be removed from among you. For I am most certainly, as being absent in the body, but present in the spirit, have already, as though I were present, judged him who has done this thing. In the name of our Lord Yeshua the Messiah, when you are gathered together, along with my spirit, with the power of our Lord Yeshua the Messiah, deliver such a one to Satan for the destruction of his flesh, so that his spirit may be saved in the day of the Lord Yeshua. Your boasting is not good. Do you not know that a little chametz leavens the whole lump? Purge out the old chametz, that you may have a new lump, even as you are unleavened. For indeed, Messiah, our Pesach, has been sacrificed in our place. Therefore, let us keep the feast, not with old chametz, neither with the chametz of malice and wickedness, but with the matzah of sincerity and truth. I wrote to you in my letter to have no companion with sexual sinners, yet not at all meaning with the sexual sinners of this world, or with the covetous and extortioners or idolaters, for then you would have to leave the world. But as it is, I wrote to you not to associate with anyone who was called a brother, who is a sexual sinner, or covetous, or an idolater, or a slanderer, or a drunkard, or an extortionist. Do not even eat with such a person. For what do I have to do with also judging those who are outside? Do you not judge those who are within? But those who are outside God judges. Therefore, put away the wicked person from among yourselves. That was 1 Corinthians chapter 5. If you're reading through the apostolic writings twice this year, you're also going to read Mark chapter 4, verses 21 through 41 today. And that concludes our reading for today. Thank you, ladies, for joining in to Daily Bread for Busy Moms. This is Karen wishing you a blessed day and shalom until next time from Israel. Thank you.